Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Do 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 this is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Frankie Stample, I am Greg Sussman. Frankie, what's going on, buddy? Greggy, what's up? Not too much, man. Here we are. First round of the Fantasy Football Playoffs. Playoffs! Great game last night. We're here. Not really. Gosh. So much hope for Colt McCoy. Then we get Down the, the drain. We get the Sanchez. Sanchez. Uh, poor Greg Martinez, longtime uh, listener and watcher of the show. <laughs> you know he's a big, uh, big Washington yes. fan. But uh, yeah, once you see the Sanchez get in the game, uh, your season's pretty much, uh, pretty much down the drain. Adrian Peterson, though, ninety-yard touchdown. That was fun to watch. I will say, watching him run down the field, <laughs> it looked like he was struggling. Like he wasn't running like a normal. Like he had like these long strides. I mean, it's classic Adrian Peterson. You know what's crazy is like he just continues to do things that he's never done before. Wild. Like this is a Hall of Fame NFL running back, and he's never had a 90-yard rushing touchdown before, but then he does it when he's 33 years old. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Wild. And then his other eight carries went for eight yards. So that's why I, I didn't think our decision <laughs> was wrong to bench him. Yeah. So we benched Adrian Peterson in a league going up against the Eagles, and you know, I'm sure a lot of people bench Adrian Peterson. He's been banged up. He's been up and down this year. I don't think the thinking was wrong. I think with the Eagles, you see the past couple of weeks, like all see, like going back to last year, they've been very stout against the run. But the past couple of weeks, they were getting beat up by running backs. But they were facing really good running backs. It was like the Saints guys and Ezekiel Elliott. So the logic was, all right, maybe the Eagles have just been facing really good running backs. Maybe yeah. their defense isn't as bad. Right. But you go ahead and give up that 90-yard touchdown to, uh, to Adrian Peterson. Maybe the Eagles' defense is a little bit more vulnerable to running backs than we thought. Not that it matters because this week they're facing Ezekiel Elliott again, so you feel great about him no matter what, Greg. Mm. Anything else from this game, really? Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Golden Tate uh, finally arrived in Philadelphia last night, catching a touchdown, leading this team in receiving. Doug Peterson said after the game, we got a lot of weapons, and it has been tough getting them all the football because there's only one football. That doesn't feel good for the Golden Tate owners, for the Alshon Jeffrey owners, uh, certainly if there's any Nelson Aguilar owners left. It doesn't (laughs) feel great. Yeah. In the 20-team leagues out there, the Nelson Aguilar owners, Greggy. Sure. Um, but yeah, we had Golden Tate also, Frank. We didn't start him. We didn't really consider even starting him. Uh, so it, it makes uh, for a tough decision going forward for Eagles uh, fans and, and people that own the Eagles. Yeah, and I, uh, I tweeted about this last night, too. I think we're getting closer to that point where, all right, it's taken a few weeks now, but three straight games of at least seven targets for Golden Tate. I think he's getting back to that high-end wide receiver three status for PPR leagues. And I know in his 
heyday with the Detroit Lions. I mean, this was a rock-solid wide receiver, too, for PPR. I don't know that he ever gets back there because the target share will never be what it was when he was with Detroit. Mind you, he's entering free agency in the offseason, so we're pretty much looking at, like, down the stretch here for, for the fantasy playoffs, which is obviously what matters most right now. But, yeah, three straight games of at least seven targets. He caught all seven yesterday. Uh, he also had a touchdown, which came, uh, which came on a broken play. You look at the, the targets and the target share in the four games since Golden Tate has come over. Uh, Zach Ertz, obviously, target monster, 36 targets, 25% of the target share. Golden Tate, 26 targets, so 10 targets less than Ertz, 18% of the target share. And then Alshon Jeffrey, five less targets, 15% of the target share. I mean, I said, that, I said this about Alshon Jeffrey last week, and it's even more evident now. Like, his fantasy value is completely down the tubes. Uh, Washington was a team that has allowed at least one touchdown to a wide receiver, which seems like every single week this season. I thought maybe there was a chance. I was holding out a little bit hope for Alshon Jeffrey. Still had him ranked inside my top 36, but I think you can completely get off him at this point, Greg. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, you cannot start this guy a- anymore. And Golden Tate and the Eagles offense in general have stopped that from happening. Alshon Jeffrey wasn't somebody I wanted to come into the year. Then I was upset I didn't have him, and now it's come full circle where I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, and then for the running backs uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, it wasn't this huge game that, you know, we all thought Josh Adams could have. If he scores the touchdown that Darren Sproles gets, then we're looking at a much better game, the 80 yards and a touchdown. But, Greg, I did a little digging here, and for what it's worth, Doug Peterson has been the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles since 2016. Yep. That's almost about three seasons now. We have a, a pretty big sample size. This is the first time in his tenure that an Eagles running back has had 20 carries in back-to-back games. And that comes with Josh Adams. And I tweeted that out last night as well, drink. And some people hit me up saying, well, you know what? He's not using the pass game. I don't, you know, what do we do with 20 carries if he's not scoring touchdowns and he's not, uh, and he's not being used in the pass game? Which I think is a fair point. You know, if you play in standard or even a half-point PPR because the touchdown and getting a lot of carries still matters a lot in half PPR, uh, Josh Adams, you feel good about this. You, you feel... You're gaining that trust, obviously. And I was very critical of Eagles running backs and Doug Peterson in the past. Uh, But back-to-back games with 20 carries, 85 yards, up over four yards per carry. The trust is there between Doug Peterson and Josh Adams. Again, if he scores that touchdown that Darren Sproles scores, uh, we feel a lot better about him today. But given the fact that he's being used this much, if you get 20 carries, you're going to pop off the eventual eventual long run and touchdown. So uh, Josh Adams, he's in that mid-range RB2 range as well. In PPR, he's probably more of a flex because he's not used much in the past game. Yeah, you know, the fact is, you get 20 carries. I understand he's not in PPR. You don't really want to use him, and, and it's annoying. You're, giving a, you're putting a guy in your lineup that gets 20 carries on an offense that does score the football. Good things are going to happen, ultimately. And yeah, Darren Sproles is annoying. Corey Clement's annoying. But give me... I'm in the playoffs, and it's hard out there finding a running back. I mean, it's it, giving you 20 carries. It's hard. The fact that I know this guy is going to get, I don't want to say 20 carries, even though he's done it the last two weeks, 15 or 20 carries, guaranteed a chance at the end zone, I'm starting him. I'm starting him, no questions asked. Yeah, he's at least a low-end RB2. And you know, exactly. What I said about Peyton Barber, and it's gross. It, you know, Peyton Barber is kind of like the, the poor man's Josh Adams right now because he's getting a lot of carries, and that's what I said about him last week. You don't want to start Peyton Barber, but he's their goal line back, and he's yep. getting 15 to 20 carries. So it's just it's hard to find running backs that are getting that much work right now. So you just you just got to keep that in mind. Uh, anything else in this game? I mean, Zach Ertz. Um, he he broke a record last night, right? Did he? For uh, I missed that. I think I retweeted it. Let's see. 
for Zach Ertz. Um, has 92 receptions this season and counting. Ertz has broken Brian Westbrook's record for most receptions in a single season in Eagles franchise history. Nice. So that was 90. That was set by Brian Westbrook, which is also crazy because that's a running back. Um, but 92 receptions and counting for Zach Ertz, just having a historic season. I have him in one of my keeper leagues. I keep him for a fourth round next year. If you have him in keeper or dynasty, you don't have to worry about drafting a tight end. Must be nice. Must, Must be, be nice. nice. Indeed. To not have to worry uh, about the tight end position. Hey, uh, the playoffs are here, Frankie. Playoffs. How, you, how did you do? How did you, how did you come out here? So I think, uh, here you go. I, ha- I have my little, for people don't, who don't know this, I have like a post-it note on my Every on my football laptop and baseball season. To remind me of all my waivers because it's very annoying to, uh, to figure this out. NFFC, NFFC cut line, atrocious team. So bad. Like, Can I cut you off? I drafted Todd Gurley. Can I cut you off? I, I, I have some news. Todd Gurley, best ball. I have some breaking news. Terrible, terrible team. Greg, I'll throw it over you. Mike Tomlin just announced James Conner is out this week Ooh. for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which means it will be all about Jalen Samuels and Steven Ridley. I'm very interested to hear about your teams, but we got to get to the breaking news. Absolutely. Uh, Connor is out this week, which means we got another running back that is going to be available on waiver wires potentially, and it's going to make huge news uh, against Oakland. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty good matchup here against Oakland as well, a defense that is not scaring many people. We just saw Spencer Ware uh, score a touchdown against them a week ago. So James Connor ruled out, and I think. That was kind of the, uh, the mindset all along. I know that they said it was like a leg contusion, an ankle contusion. Like We didn't know what it was, but the guy was limping off the field. He was getting helped off the field and had to go for an x-ray or MRI right away. So whenever you see stuff like that, it instantly like sets off a light bulb in your head. What I don't understand, Greg, is, and I spoke about this yesterday when it comes to handcuffs, James Conner is 100% owned. Obviously, no doubt about it. Jalen Samuels gets his ownership percentage, Greg. Four percent, fourteen percent. How is James Conner owned in a hundred percent of leagues? Yeah, and Jalen Samuels is only owned in fourteen percent of leagues. Now I'll look up Stephen Ridley because maybe you know people think that Ridley is the guy, but we just saw Jalen Samuels come in the past two times that James Conner has had to leave a game. Jalen Samuels has stepped in and scored a receiving touchdown, so he's not your typical running back. He played like tight end, like H back in college, and for those who play in Yahoo leagues, I mean. Look, you lost Greg Olson. Tight end is a terrible position every single week. Jalen Samuels has tight end eligibility on Yahoo. So, unbelievable. I mean, he is undoubtedly your number one ad this week. Even if he only plays for one week with James Conner out here, I mean, that's the first round of your fantasy playoffs. Or if you play in a 10 team league, you're still fighting to get in. So, uh, Jalen Samuels, I think, obviously climbs to the top here. We'll talk about some other running backs and quarterbacks and wide receivers as well. Stephen Ridley only owned in 1% of leagues. But that's the thing, right? What This week. You know it's going to be Samuels. You know it's going to be Stephen Ridley. Are you going to play Samuels and then Ridley's all of a sudden the goal line guy, which is going to suck? Like, it's so early to talk about running back and wide receiver ranks because obviously you don't have them done yet, Frankie. But people are going to ask, do I start Jalen Samuels this week? Do I start Jeff Wilson this week? Who would you rather start, Wilson or Samuels? Who's the preferred ad? What do you do? What, what is the answer to that question? Who would you rather have, Jeff Wilson or Jalen Samuels? Well, I think it's a good question because we already got, and this is a big news day already, right? Like yeah. Tuesday, we don't normally get guys getting ruled out on a Tuesday already. But that's already happened for James Conner. It's already happened for Matt Breida. Matt Breida, I was a little bit worried. I spoke about this yesterday as well. He's a guy who doesn't need to practice to play. We've seen that all throughout the year. Like the guy will randomly pop up on Friday after not practicing at all with a limited practice and then end up playing. He's already been ruled out. So based on what Jeff Wilson just did this past week, both on the ground and in the past game, I think. 
let me let me retract myself because I said Jalen Samuels automatically jumps to the top. If you're a James Conner owner, absolutely, he jumps to the top. You play on Yahoo, you need a tight end, Jalen Samuels jumps to the top. If you're in your random league where Jalen Samuels is not tight end eligible and you just need a running back for one week, or I mean, even down the stretch, Jeff Wilson doesn't have anybody else well, Alfred carries I, away from him. So he disagrees. But Alfred Morris didn't do anything last week, Greg. He was inactive last week. Much like Stephen Ridley was. It's the same yeah, but thing. That, but, but he was inactive for a reason. Like, they clearly like Jeffrey Wilson more than they like Sure, Alfred and they like Jalen Samuels more yeah. than they like Stephen Ridley. It's the same but situation. The also promoted Trey Edmonds today. Another running back from the practice squad. Okay. So you're maybe looking at one of three now. I still do think Jalen Samuels is the guy, and I'm not going to back off of that. But Jeff Wilson versus... I mean, what do they have to gain from playing Alfred Morris? At least right now, they play Jeff Wilson, undrafted free agent. He's a rookie. You see what you have in the kid down the street. Didn't go to Maryland. Alfred Morris, he did not go to Maryland. See, Greg's just trying to take credit for everything nowadays. He did not go to Maryland. He's not a terror. Alfred Morris, you know who he is at this point. He's a journeyman running back. He doesn't have a future with this team. Next year, it's likely Jarek McKinnon and Matt Breida anyway, splitting duties. But maybe Jeff Wilson, you know, they want to see what they have in the kid. He's an undrafted free agent. He's one of two... Whereas potentially Jalen Samuels is one of three, maybe one of two and a half ish. I I think that Jeff Wilson, based on what we saw this past week, is more of a lock for fifteen plus touches. You can't at this time of the year. Certainly, the first round of the playoffs, you can't worry about week. I'm not worrying when it comes to these guys about week fifteen one week and sixteen. At a time. It's, one exactly, when we get a time. And the one thing you left out here, Frank, Jalen Samuel and the Steelers are in Oakland. Yes, the 49ers who are terrible. Are home against Denver. Who have been better against the run. Correct. They, they, were, they got shredded by like Isaiah Crowell back in whatever it was, week four or five. Uh, but they've been Much better. different team. Like they, much different they've team. Been, uh, they've been much better. But that's where you start to weigh out, right? Like Jalen Samuels splitting time with Steven Ridley against Oakland in a plus matchup, does that outweigh the fact that Jeff Wilson, I expect him to get the majority of the workload here, 15-plus touches guaranteed, whereas it's not as good of a matchup against Oakland. Do you take the workload, or do you take, you know, it's, you got to weigh these things. I mean, we, we can pretty much put them on the, we can put them on the scales here, scales here and see which one we like more. So Steelers, um, better offensive line. You know, the 49ers have a great offensive line this year as well, which has gone under the radar. Steelers, one of the best offensive lines, better offense overall, but he's going to be splitting work versus Jeff Wilson, more of a lock to get touches, tougher matchup against Denver. Um, you do like the Kyle Shanahan running back system. So, uh, you know, it's pretty close. When you, when you weigh these things out, the pros and cons of both running backs, I think those are your one and two priority ads this week. Definitely. We're trying, you know, everyone's trying to find running backs. You know, you could have made, made it to the playoffs here going uh, wide receiver early. You could have gone zero RB, and, you, you know, you're, you're, you've been trying to find running backs all year. And here we are where, you know, all year we've been – struggling to find running backs off waiver wire. And it's week 14, and we have two great wave, uh, running back pickups. It's crazy. In, in my home league, for instance, I have my running backs, are outside of Saquon Barkley, are Josh Adams and Kenny and Drake. That's it. And my other, like, one of my flexes will be like Calvin Ridley or Doug Baldwin or something like that. I'd like Jalen Samuels. I look like Jeff Wilson. Yeah, absolutely. You You're going to be in on those guys, aren't you? Of course I am. Versus, yeah, like, Cal, you asked me this downstairs, and, you know, I, I give you the standard answer. That I would give Which, anyone who calls in. I, like, would, I would give them the answer, too. It's too early for starts. It, it is. I mean, regardless, I think you, you take a stab on those. Like, Calvin Ridley's been very up and down. It's a pretty good matchup against the Green Bay Packers. And then you got Kenyon Drake. Nobody knows what you're getting from Kenyon Drake. 
going up against the Patriots. Who, this is when it's very frustrating. It's kind of like deja vu, though, no? This is frustrating because, when I don't have, now that I don't have money. This, this, is, this is frustrating. Yeah, I, have no, I have no money left in a lot of my leagues either, Greg. Um, and that's what I, like you normally you want to save some fab going into the playoffs. I have thirteen dollars, it's not gonna get me anywhere, unfortunately, because I mean look just, other teams in my league have forty plus left and it's like we're in oh. the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, so you're done. The top three teams in front of me. I, 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 I actually legitimately have a donut. I have yeah, I, I, I have thirteen, which I thought was gonna be like enough spent to play with. I the rest with. of my three dollars on Josh Doxon last week, Greg. Which look, I'll still stand by it. I think he would have been solid with Colt McCoy, but that ship has now sailed, Greg. Um so yeah, here we are. Breaking news heading into uh, heading into week fourteen. No James Conner going up against the Oakland Raiders. Let's let's just see what the Oakland Raiders have been doing against running backs on the season. They're allowing hundred and thirty rushing yards per game. Jalen Sam is the guy. Man. Running backs number one in the NFL. Jalen Sam is the guy. Five point one zero yards per carry to running backs on the season. That is tied for third. This is a primo matchup. For Jalen Samuels this week, and then you know some people are gonna some people are gonna bring up uh, bring up Trey Edmonds as well because this is a guy who got a little bit of uh, who got a little bit of hype in the in the preseason as well. So Trey, like, I think it, it, there's three guys here. I don't think I don't have I don't have a lot of faith in uh, in Stephen Ridley to be honest, Greg. I, I think Jalen Samuels is a guy. In, in the two games where James Conner left, um, he stepped in and he scored a receiving touchdown in both of those games. So. That's a little bit of a touch on the running back position. Uh, we got a few other running backs that we'll talk about. Chris Carson comes out today dealing with the dislocated finger. They expect him to play. They expect him to be good to go. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about Josh Allen. We still have Justin Jackson to talk about. Only 47% owned facing Cincinnati. We have, you know, we have legit running backs here in Week 14. It's crazy time, Greg. Crazy, crazy, crazy time. And there's more than just Jeff Wilson and Jalen Samuels. We'll talk about those guys when we come back on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 
We told you before the postseason started to have the top NFL backups of your starting running backs. And whether it's injury or something else that we couldn't see happening with Kareem Hunt, if you didn't have Spencer Ware and you don't have Jalen Samuels and you're going to have to race to the waiver wire, it's your own fault that you didn't do it. We warned you. Weekdays, 7 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Back with you, Fantasy Best Friends Forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. DailyRoto.com's NBA lineup optimizer is available right now, and that means you can use the same tools and projections that DailyRoto.com NFL premium subscribers are using to win each week for your NBA DFS contest. DailyRoto.com has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings million-dollar winner tournament winners and millions more in cumulative prizes. If you're playing DFS and you aren't using the DailyRoto tools, projections, and optimizers, you're doing it wrong, and you're at a complete disadvantage. Head on over to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, and enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount and start winning today. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium, enter the promo code FNTSY for a special discount, and start winning today. Greg, before we get into, uh, get into the rest of the waivers, and we'll take your calls in the final segment as well, 844-843-6879. I know a tradition on the fantasy football frenzy. Our guys, you know, we, we've, we've had our differences in the past, guys. But, you know, we have a lot of respect for the, the, the fantasy executive, Corey Parson, Chris Ventura, Jim Day, the fantasy Taz. I'd like to give out a game ball. Today, Greg, give my game ball to you, man. And for what? For being, for being a great host, great co-host here, Greg. Not only that, you made the fantasy playoffs. Let's, let's hear it for Greg Sussman. Let's hear for Greg Sutton. Is this fake or... He made the fantasy playoffs in one, the Carton League. Yes. And the, G- and the GST League. And the GST League. And the Flex League. And the Flex League. So every industry league I was in... <laughs> every industry league that... I it, made the playoffs. And I'm just going to throw it out there. Just saying. Chris Ventura and Corey Parson did not hmm. make the fantasy playoffs yeah. in the Carton League. What so... About, what about GST? Put some respect what about on GST? my man's name. Put some respect on Greggy's name. What the about, guy made the playoffs in every industry league that he's in. What about GSD? We made the playoffs. No, no. Oh, I don't know. Corey's in the other league, so I don't know. I mean, he could only he could talk what about, about that. What, what, what about Venture? Is Venture in our league? Is he? Yeah. Let's see what we got then. What do we got? I have no idea. My thing's not loading. I think so. It sounds like you're using my laptop, Greg. I Greg, Trey Edmonds. Trey Edmonds. You got some news during the break from I, Mike Tomlin. I do. Eric um, Ed Bouchette reports he's a beat reporter for Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin intends to use a running back by committee for the next week or so with James Conner out. It's kind of what we were talking about in regards to Jalen Samuels, in regards to Stephen Ridley, uh, and of course Trey Edmonds as well. So still for me, Jalen Samuels is number one facing Oakland. I think he gets plenty of opportunities. But listen, they're not going to run the ball. It's going to be a lot of juju and a lot of A-B, so you should feel good if you have that. Of course, yeah, but they're going to be expected to play with a lead. I'm going to look up the spread here for this game. They're in Oakland, mind you. The closer, so, by, the, the closer by the way, uh, finishing last on our GSC league. <laughs> three and ten. I was going to give you the update. I was waiting for that. Uh, three and ten. <laughs> three and ten. Last. So look, Dead last. I'm just saying, when we, we get it. Goon Squad, you guys, you love Corey, you love Ventura, you love Jim Day. We love those guys as well. But don't call Lynn... 
and bash the BFFs and say, hey, if we want to win, we only listen to the frenzy. I'm just going to throw it out there. Your boys over here are playing in the playoffs. We're competing. Whereas Chris Venture, 3-10 and 10 in, in, the, uh, in the GSC League, and our guys, Corey Parson, uh, did not make the playoffs in the Carton League. Greg, the Steelers are laying 11 points in Oakland. So they're expected to be playing with sure. a lead. Well, of course. A lot of Ben, yeah. a lot of Juju, a lot of AB. Probably a bad week for me to be playing Ben and Juju in <laughs> my home league. Yeah. But especially, look, in, uh, in Yahoo leagues, Daniel Samuels is number one just because of that tight end eligibility. If you can get even you know, a flex running back in at your tight end position, that is a huge advantage. And I, I see people talking about that in the YouTube chat as well. Yep. And I have to agree. It definitely is a huge advantage. I still... You know, when, when you tell me, you, you told me what happened throughout the break, that it's going to be a committee. I mean, we know that's going to happen. They're probably going to ride the hot hand. I still do think that Jalen Samuels is going to get the first opportunity here. Doesn't that make you want to lean towards Wilson, Greg? Jeff Wilson, even in the tougher matchup against the Denver Broncos, he's the guy. Look at the way that he was used this past I get it. Receptions, Greg. I get it. Those two are like, Samuels and, and Wilson are like 1A and 1B for me this week on the waiver wire. Yeah, you're probably right about that. There's a few other names here. Yeah, not, there's not many. There's not many. Well, Justin Jackson. We, I mean, we got to talk about. Justin let's bring Jackson. in. Let's bring in Justin Jackson, who is a clear third uh, out of Jeff Wilson and Jalen Samuels, because ultimately, Austin Eckler is still there. Melvin Gordon doesn't look like he's going to play this week, uh, but Austin Eckler is still out there. And as good as Jackson looked, you could, he's going to be one B probably. Uh, it's an Austin Eckler. So uh, I like Justin Jackson. I just don't like him nearly as much as I do um, the other guys. Yeah, but Greg, Cincinnati, you know, I spoke about the, the matchup for, uh, for, the Oak, for the Steelers running backs going up against the Oakland Raiders. I mean, the matchup against the Bengals, I mentioned the Raiders are allowing the most rushing yards to running backs this season, 130. Number two, that's the Cincinnati Bengals. They're allowing 126 rushing yards per game and actually the same amount of yards per carry as the Raiders at 5.10. So these are two bad, bad defenses. I, I can't believe that. This is what we're talking, like, we're going to legit end up starting Samuels and Justin Jackson over, like, running backs that we've been riding all season long. 100%. And it's because of the matchup. And I know you mentioned you're a little bit more worried about Eckler, but if you look at that second half, Greg, and I'll continue to say this, especially about young players. When coaches go to young players and they thrive off that opportunity, they're going to continue to go back to that young player. In the second half of that game against the Steelers, Part of the comeback was Justin Jackson. A lot of it was Keenan Allen, admittedly. A lot of it was Justin and, Jackson. But a lot of it was Justin Jackson. They had no ground game to speak of in the first half of that game. And Austin Eckler had nine touches in that second half. Justin Jackson also had all nine of his touches in that second half. So we started to see more of a 50-50 split and Justin Jackson outperforming Austin Eckler. So I, I just love this matchup going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, we're talking up, uh, we're talking up Samuels. And, and Wilson, and I said 1A, 1B. It's 1A, 1B, 1C for me, to be honest. I just love this matchup against the Bengals. Greg. For me, it's 1A, 1B, and 2. Ah, come on, Greg. I'll be honest with you. All right. I'm, all go, right. I'm going all in. It's all right. Agree I'm, going all, I'm going all in on these two guys, Jalen Samuels and Jeff Wilson. I, I, I couldn't necessarily go all in on Justin Jackson. I like him, but he's behind the guy. If you had all three in your team, I would start him third, personally. I owned all three of them. I would start him third. Yeah, I see it. Okay. I see it. All right. Uh, if you're in desperate need of a wide receiver, Frank, where can you turn this week? Where is the first spot you should turn? Well, we'll just throw out the Bucks guys right off the top. 
and they're likely owned, but, you know, last week it was only 29% owned for Humphreys, and I know that jumped up to, like, over 50%, and that's good. That means you guys are listening, but... Adam Humphreys and Chris Godwin. Deshaun Jackson, we don't know if he's going to be back this week, but we saw more snaps, more target share, and just consistency, especially from Humphreys. I mean, typically he was, you know, a PPR guy. He was, like, in that Cole Beasley mode. All right, like, we hope that we can get 5 for 50 from Adam Humphreys, and that'll be a great day. That was the past. The now is Adam Humphreys is actually being used and used frequently, and he's scoring touchdowns, too. So going up against the Saints, where on the season – the Saints are still allowing the most fantasy points to wide receivers. We saw Gallup and Amari Cooper have solid games one week ago. Their defense has tightened up. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure that, you know, the Saints will be out for blood this week. Their revenge game. They lost to the Bucks in week one of the season. But you still got to like Humphreys and Chris Godwin, especially if Deshaun Jackson is going to be out. And then I think the next two up, and I actually, you know, I mentioned Dante Pettis a little bit last week, but he's been popping off the screen, Greg. Dante Pettis now has three touchdowns in his past two games, had a monster, monster game against the Seattle Seahawks, and the 49ers are facing the Denver Broncos this week who just lost their slot corner in Chris Harris. He's been placed on the IR. He broke his leg this past week, and he is a great slot corner. He's one of the best in the league. And Dante Pettis has been playing slot receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. So, you know, just going to continue to beat that dead horse like we have all season. It's the year of the slot receiver. Basically, if a guy is playing the slot, I want as much exposure to that guy as I possibly could get. Dante Pettis is a guy who's popping off the screen right now. Yeah, I completely agree with you. The Tampa Bay Bucks guys are first given uh, their matchup this week against New Orleans and how much they're going to be slinging it. And then I get to Dante Pettis. He's the, really he's that first guy on my list. He Maybe it's that pedigree in the draft where we thought he could be. Nick Mullins was slinging it. And I think against Denver, uh, which is until- for 400 yards, Craig. Most in the NFL this week. I kept saying yesterday uh, it was Baker Mayfield. That was false. Mayfield finished second. It was Nick Mullins who threw for 400 yards last week. Just slinging it along. With all the wide receiver issues you have there, young players are stepping up. Dante Pettis is one of these young players who have talent, man. Who just have talent. And it's down the field. It's in, it's in the near field. I really like Dante Pettis as a free agent ad this week. Do I want to start him? Probably not. Uh, but he is the first wide receiver on my board uh, this week. After that, I get into Zay Jones, who uh, who has scored a touchdown. Love it, Greggy. Who has scored a touchdown now, uh, three touchdowns in his last three games, uh, including two this past week. I like Josh Allen. I'm aboard the train. I don't know what Josh Allen can become, uh, but he's going to sling it, man. He's going to sling it. You know he's got the legs, and he looks for Zay Jones. I like Zay Jones. He's my next. He's my next target here. Yeah, Greg, especially going up against the Jets. And, you know, I'm sure that Florio is going to be all over this one. Make sure you check out his column. It comes out on Thursdays, Mm -hmm. NFL.com, where he writes about plus matchups in the slot for slot receivers going up against teams that have allowed a ton of fantasy production uh, for slot receivers this year. And Zay Jones, the last time he faced the Jets, Greg, you know, he had a big game. And with the way that Josh Allen is playing right now, uh, I agree with you. So, you know, all season long, the Jets have struggled against the slot. Zay Jones... Um, I, I like this. I like this transition that we're seeing more where they're putting young players in the slot. It's like wherever you look around the NFL, I don't know if it's like it's easier for them to transition to the NFL by playing the slot or whatever it might be. But, you know, even Cooper Cup when he was healthy, Tyler Boyd, a still relatively young wide receiver, Dante Pettis playing more of the slot now as well. Zay Jones, another guy who, look, this guy had some pedigree. He broke records in college football for you know, reception records all time. Like, this guy was a reception machine. Like, he has good hands, and he could run good routes. Last year was a complete disaster. We saw what happened in the offseason. I mean, save that for another day. 
But last time he faced the Jets, 11 targets, 8 receptions, 93 yards, and a touchdown. They struggle against slot receivers this past week, again, with Josh Allen. Yep. Nine targets out of the 33 throws that Josh Allen had. He's starting to lean on a slot receiver, and that's Zay Jones. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And Zay Jones, another one of these guys that was not forgotten about, but he had a really bad rookie season. He had to come Terrible. In, he has to come into his own. It hasn't been an awful sophomore season. No, not at all. So he's, I think he's been fine. So at least Jones. You know, him him and Josh Allen, I really like to see when they when you have a young quarterback and a young wide receiver, they start to thrive together. Now, if only, you know, the Jets could figure something like this out. You know. All right, enough enough Jeff a Jets talk. But I really do like when, you know, you see a young quarterback and a young wide receiver pretty much come into the league together and they start to thrive right away. We saw that with Jared Goff and Cooper Cup. I think we're seeing something similar now with Josh Allen and Zay Jones. I mean, we even saw it, you know, when Trubisky was healthy with Anthony Miller. So I really, I think all three of those situations are, are kind of comparable. I agree. Okay, uh, the third receiver on my list has been your boy, and that's Curtis Samuel for the Carolina Panthers. Samuel, career high in targets, receptions, yards this past week. Greg Olson is out for the year. Are you in on your boy Curtis Samuel? Yeah, Curtis Samuel, people have this view of him like he's some kind of gadget player. I know that's kind of how he was used in college where, you know, he would get some running back plays. Uh, you know, they would do interesting things with him. Uh, they do, like, reverse plays and screen passes, and they throw it out to him in the flat, and then they use him on, like, you know, outside wide receiver routes. So he has this image, but he actually does a little bit more than that. He's been playing consistently on the outside, and I know I just spoke about slot receivers, but based on how he was used this past week and Greg Olson going down, I think you have to be somewhat... Uh, you have to be somewhat interested here, Greg. And the Panthers are, are pretty much in, you know, must-win mode. They're, you know, they're now 6-6. Six and six. They've lost, what, four games in a row now, Greg? Mm-hmm. Going up against the Cleveland Browns, who have, you know, have given up some fantasy production to wide receivers uh, this year. And just for Curtis Samuel, uh, you mentioned it. Just career highs across the board. 11 targets, 6 receptions, 88 yards. I think he's trending in the right direction. Uh, you know, I mentioned DJ Moore was supposed to be that guy. There is still a little bit of volatility with Panthers receivers because Cam Newton, he doesn't just zone in on one guy. We know that Christian McCaffrey is going to get his. Maybe this is partially our fault. Like, we try too hard to buy into DJ Moore. And the first game, Devin Funches is back. He scores the touchdown, but the ball gets spread around to Samuel and DJ Moore. So, you know, you got to take this one with a grain of salt. But, you know, Cam Newton still playing some of his best football this year in terms of completion percentage. And whenever you see a guy get double-digit targets, you got to be in. But again, we like these wide receivers. Are you necessarily throwing them into the into your lineup? No, ideally but, not. But if Dante Pettis does it three weeks in a row, then you know maybe you start to think about it. It's tough in the playoffs, but you take a shot on these wide receivers on your bench. You see what happens, uh, especially if you're playing deeper leagues where like it's three wide receivers and two flex. You might not have a choice. You might just have to throw one of these guys in there. Obviously, uh, you know the running backs are the are the guys this week. But there's some there's some solid wide receivers available as well, Greg. Okay, so uh, you have uh, those wide receivers, those running backs are yeah, out I, there. I need to plug in my charter. Uh, take your time. All right. Let me get to the quarterbacks and the tight ends before we get to your calls at 844-843-6879. We're going to do that the entire last segment of the show and try to help you in any way that we can because uh, we're the people's show, right? Yes, great. Uh, at the tight end position, number one, Jalen Samuels. You got to do the eyebrow thing when, when you can't do the people show. You, do it. The rock? You don't, people you, show? You can't do it either. You just, I feel like it looks better than you. It does. <laughs> I think I, we're just like... <laughs> it does. Ah, dude. It looks much better on you. 
And whenever I wear this turtleneck, I mean, you look like '98 I, I Rock. Know. I really do. I feel like the Rock in the the famous image where he has the fanny pack and yeah. the turtleneck. You look, yeah. If you brought me a fanny pack, I'd wear it. I know you would. Just take the picture and put it side by side with the Rock. I know you would. You definitely look like the Rock with the turtleneck. Thanks, man. I feel like I kind of look Miz like today. I think. Yeah. We're both kind of like bougied out today. Yeah. Speaking, you, you know what? What? I, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent yeah, here. Go ahead. Um. My mom went on a business trip to Kentucky this past week. Okay. She was, uh, she was getting some food in the airport. Cool. Mind you, Kentucky, much different than New York. She's trying to ask for seltzer water. Right. She's saying it like three different ways. Seltzer water, soda water, right. carbonated water. Right. Like, you know, hit the soda button on the Sprite. Yeah. And they say, we don't have any bougie water around here. That's not bougie water. I'm like, what? That's not bougie I was water. Like, that was kind of mean, right? That's, that's Does that actually nice. happen? That's that's not nice. Like, ah, oh, come on, poor that's, mom. That's, that's not bougie. poor mama Stanford. That's not bougie water. Bougie water. I was like, it's just what? like carbonated water. Yeah, like seltzer. Like seltzer. Yeah. Well, everybody has seltzer. No, agreed. I hate seltzer, by the way. So badly. Oh, yes, we finally agree on something. I like, hate you, it. You should not hate bacon or chocolate. Oh, right? And I will take that to the grave. I don't agree with you. But seltzer. Oh God. Very out on seltzer. Oh my God, I hate seltzer. So much. Especially for people who do, like, the vodka seltzer thing. Vodka soda. Oh, God. Vodka soda. Yeah, it's a very popular drink. No, it is. Yeah, because I especially for people who, like, want to stay in shape, it's like the I want to stay in shape drink. I can't do it. What's up next? What's up next? The quarterback. <laughs> that the t- was my tangent. The quarterbacks and the tight end. Number one tight end if you're playing on Yahoo, Jalen Samuels. Make sure. All in. Every dime you have. Jalen Samuels is your tight end on Yahoo. If you're not playing on Yahoo or or Jalen Samuels' own, there are a couple of other tight ends uh, out there for you to choose from. I want to start in Carolina with Ian Thomas, where Greg Olson's out for the year. Much of what we said about Curtis Samuel, you can apply it to Ian Thomas. Uh, I like him at the tight end position. Other tight ends are the guys we've talked about all year long that could be out there in your league. Chris Herndon, CJ Uzama come to mind. CJ Uzama, of course, with AJ Green out for the year. Yeah, look, tight end continues to be a crapshoot. If you get your hand on Jalen Samuels and Yahoo, absolutely make sure that you do that. But Ian Thomas and... This was kind of similar. Remember, uh, early on in the season, Delaney Walker and Greg Olson went down at the same time. And we, we instantly turned to Ian Thomas, Thomas and Jonu Smith, and we looked for these young tight ends who we thought can kind of take off. It's taken Jonu Smith a while now, and you know he wasn't great this past week against the Jets because you know some guy named Frickser, Frickser is starting to eat into uh, Jonu Smith's target share, which is very annoying. But nonetheless, uh, Jonu Smith had kindly, finally found his footing a little bit for NFL purposes, for fantasy purposes, Ian Thomas was targeted five times in this game, caught all five of them for 46 yards. I don't think he has immense upside, but they're going to target the tight end a little bit. Like, I, I still like those other guys that we've talked about the past couple of weeks, the, the, the Herndon, Zuzamas, Jonu Smith, but Ian Thomas, if you're in a deeper league, you lost Greg Olson. He's the next guy up in Carolina. We'll take a break here. When we come back, your telephone calls and the quarterbacks to stream next. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today. Weekend fantasy update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. 
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Lumber Liquidators is celebrating the opening of our 400th store. So we're putting over 400 floors on sale. That means huge savings for you. Get pre-finished hardwood and bamboo up to 36% off, including new styles like Mediterranean maple and bestsellers like Silverstone bamboo. Take 25% off all dream home laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors. More from just 49 cents plus special financing and professional installation. Hurry, get to your local Lumber Liquidators today. Fantasy Sports Today. To be quite honest, Mike, I'm angling to be able to play you because you've been talking about how your wide receivers are not the best anymore. Yeah, so I mean, I'm hopeful four, that I'm the beneficiary of this playoff match. I basically <laughs> had a four wide receiver rotation. That was Adam Thielen, still around, and then A.J. Green, Cooper Cup, and nope. Marvin Jones. So three guys nope, that nope. are on IR. I think I'm going to be playing Seth Roberts in a starting role. I've had Cordero Patterson in there. Tyrell Williams was the other guy, but then he's been banged up too. It's just dumb luck. Weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine is the number to dial to join our program today. We'll be going up to the top of the hour. The fantasy football frenzy comes your way next. We want to remind you that you may or may not have reached your fantasy football playoffs, but either way. You do a bet DSI. That's where you can capitalize the, on all the on-field action with a user-friendly mobile site, web interface, and the fastest payouts in the industry. From the upcoming college football bowl season to the next big next soccer match, they have wagering options for almost any sport that you can think of. You can even wager, even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Get an edge and utilize live betting. At BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on the in-game circumstances. Utilize your DFS skills without the constraints of salary caps and wager on player props. There are just so many ways to make money. Use the promo code FNTSY18 when signing up and get a 100% deposit bonus match. And then, once you've opened up your account, go to DailyRoto.com, click on Contact Us, and send us your BetDSI username. And we'll give you one month of Daily Roto access totally, totally free. That's access to all sports tools and optimizers. Head on over and open your account at BetDSI.com. And today, you have a chance to win on so many different levels. The promo code is FNTSY18 to get your 100% bonus deposit match and one month free to DailyRoto.com. BetDSI.com. The promo code is FNTSY18. All right, Frankie, let's get ready to line those phone calls up. Mavona at 844-843-6879. We'll open the phone lines in just one second as I want to get to the quarterbacks, Frank. Before we get to you, Carlos, I want to get to the quarterbacks to stream this week if you're in need of streaming one. Yeah, so obviously Lamar Jackson at the Kansas City Chiefs. We don't know what's going to happen with Joe Flacco as of right now, but Jackson's still only 60% owned, obviously against the Chiefs where... 
He's likely going to have to make some plays, whether it's with his legs, whether it's with his arms. I think he's going to have to throw a little bit more in this game, so maybe we see a few turnovers, but the rushing floor has been there. We saw him with the rushing uh, touchdown a week ago. He did leave that game for a little bit uh, as he was being tested for a concussion, which, you know, after his first start, that's something that we worried about. He takes some big hits, but the rushing floor just... The rushing production just gives him such a safe floor for fantasy purposes. He's definitely in play against the Kansas City Chiefs, but you have to pay attention as to whether or not Joe Flacco is is going to play this week. And then Josh Allen. It's going to be a very polarizing play, and I'm going to continue to do it. Hashtag strip the name off the back of the jersey. As you should. With guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Brady going up against the Dolphins. I think we could see a lot of the Patriots running running the football in that game. Aaron Rodgers, there's something wrong. I don't know if it was just with McCarthy. I don't know that Joe Philbin's going to get it out of Aaron Rodgers, but it is a better matchup this week against the Falcons, so I'll throw that out there. But Josh Allen, I haven't done my QB rankings yet. He's going to be inside my top 12. He's going against the Jets. He's finished inside the top five at the quarterback position two weeks in a row. Uh, He has 234 rushing yards over the past two weeks. We talk about Lamar Jackson's rushing ability. We can't ignore what Josh Allen is doing anymore. He still kind of reminds me of a guy where, like, the week that you plug him in is the week where he's just going to bomb and give you, like, three interceptions. But based on what we've seen the past two weeks and the fact that the Jets' defense, they're just not playing for much right now. And they completely gave up last week against the Tennessee Titans. Marcus Mariota actually had a fine fantasy day. He finished as a top-10 quarterback, and he's been up and down. So I do think that while there's some volatility... You know, we we don't know necessarily what the floor... Like, I feel like there were a few floor games early on in the season with Josh Allen, but I really do... You know, I agree with what Gabe has said. The fact that he sat out all those games, he's learned. In a very short time, he's learned from his mistakes, and he's learning what he needs to do and what he continues... What he needs to continue to do in the NFL in order to be effective, whether it's with his legs, with his arm. We know that Josh Allen can pretty much make any throw, but he's also going to make some throws that, like, have you, you know, scratching your head. But the rushing production is just too much to ignore. Uh, he's only 15% owned. He's going to be inside my top 12 at the quarterback position this week, Greg. All righty. Now, your calls. Let's get right to it. 844-843-6879. We begin with Carlos in Miami. What's up, Carlos? Hey, what's going on? What's happening, man? All right. No, I was looking for, I need a tight end, man, real bad. I lost yep. Connor. And I'm already slack on the tight end, and I need to make sure that, you know, I get all my points. I mean, I'm on a bye week, so I'm, I'm kind of okay. Okay. But next week. Oh, so you're looking at week 15 right now. And I respect that. Listen, when you have a bye, it doesn't mean you just don't play on the waiver wire. So I get that. Uh, is Jalen Sam- are, you, are you on Yahoo, number one? No, 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 ESPN. All right, you're on ESPN. So Jalen Samuels is not tight end eligible. Um, I'm going to pull up week 15 schedule, Greg, so we can just kind of uh, take idea. a look at who the matchups are. So one that pops off the screen right away, Chris Herndon and the Jets going up against the, the Houston Texans. The Texans have given up a ton of fantasy production. You are moving your phone a lot, dude. We are moving. <laughs> we are getting a, we are getting a lot of uh, phone moving right now. But that pops off the screen, uh, Chris Herndon of the Jets going up against the Houston Texans. Last week against the, uh, against the Browns, Njoku let you down, but the, the past three or four weeks before that, the Houston Texans were giving up a ton of fantasy production to tight ends. So I think that Chris Herndon is going to be a name that's in play here. Also, C.J. Uzama, he's been up and down. We've seen some games where he gets targets. A.J. Green is hurt once again. Week 15, going up against the Oakland Raiders. Guys, we watched football this past week. Travis Kelsey is amazing. We know that. But who do you do it against? Against the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders can't stop anybody right now. 
the Bengals going up against the Oakland Raiders in Week 15, C.J. Uzama. Those are two names right there, Greg, who are going to be in great positions, great matchups, Chris Herndon and C.J. Uzama going up against the Texans and the Raiders, respectively. Listen, if you're desperate for a touchdown, Janu Smith's probably out there too, man. And, and he faces the Giants, who I know hasn't... Have, They've been better this year against the tight end. Who have been better this year against the tight end, but not exactly a, a showstopper by any means. Janu uh, Smith, who had scored the, the past couple of games, did not score this week because of the backup tight end, Anthony Fish, uh, Fersker, scored the touchdown. Fersker, come on, man. What is this guy doing? All right. He's ruining our Janu Smith. Fersker. Don't, I don't like letting you do that. You should make that a thing. Nope. You know why? Firks you. Do you know where Anthony, <laughs> you know Anthony Firkser went to? Oh, God. Oh, let me guess. He, you're going to tell me he went to Maryland, Greg, nope. but it turns out he actually nope. went to, like, nope. North nope. Texas. Nope, 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 nope. He went to Harvard, number one. <laughs> All right. So he's a but do smart you know, ass. But do you know where he went to high school? Maryland Prep. Manalapin, New Jersey. Ooh. Manalapin High School graduate. Shout out to the shore. Anthony Ferkser. He went to Harvard because they allowed him to play both basketball and football. Oh, so, oh, he's, so he's another one of these uh, basketball players turned tight ends. Uh, he played football in high school as well. Did you actually go to Manalapin High School? Yeah, right? it's my high school. Oh, nice. Is yeah. it actually near the shore or did I make that up? It's in the shore conference. Ooh. It's not really in the shore. Reggie. Yeah. Uh, you know... Once football ends and, you know, we're trying to find what to talk about, we'll, we'll whip up some old pictures of Greg and we'll have some fun with that again. Sure, let's do it. All right. You, they, we have any other calls? I pretty much look the same. Nah, not true. Yeah, oh, and we, oh the, well, there's Greg uh, as a young child in his Home Alone acting career. Sure. Uh, we, but we also have some blowout pictures of Greg. Blowout hair? Yeah. We're not going to let those. And, you know, you could show old pictures of me. It's, also, it's also amazing now, by the way, that we've gotten to the point in our lives where um, Frank gels his hair every day, and <laughs> I don't do anything to my hair. What, did, you, did you ever gel your hair? Was that ever a thing? Did you? For years. Did, right? For years. Oh, well, when you had the blowout, when you were on the shore. I never really had the blowout because it was too curly <laughs> for the blowout. Uh, but, I, but I had, you know, I put gel in my hair for years and just, like, kind of messed it up a little, did the whole messy look. Yeah. And then Judy was just like, why, why, is your, why is your hair always looking like it's wet? Like, I don't know, it's my, it's, it's my look. Well, that was, you know, Greg, there were, we knew that Greg wanted to obviously be a game show host. That yeah. was your first. Mm-hmm. But Greg also loves wrestling. I what do you, what do you, do you notice about every wrestler? Oh, his, Their hair always looks 100%. like And So Judy, so always, Judy, still, when we went out to dinner. Greg's just living when we When we went out to dinner with EY, she asked about that. Why is Roman Reigns' hair always wet? And she just, he just laughs. He just laughed. Yeah, he just has no answer. It was just amazing. EY's like, well, I have no hair, so I don't have to worry. Pretty much. Uh, we'll go to Julian Miami next. What's up, Julian? What's up, guys? I got two quick questions. Um, if I'm successful in getting Jalen Samuels, Jeff Wilson, and Dante Pettis, I need one player uh, for my flex for PPR. Who do you guys? Who would you start this week? Funches, Curtis Samuel, Kenny Stills, or Callaway? Alrighty. So we have, so, we have the Panthers receivers: Antonio Callaway and uh, and Kenny Stills. I'll tell you for, right off. For the- me, it's easy. Uh, for me, it's, De- it's Devin Funches. Uh, he has the best chance at a touchdown there. I understand that Samuel led this team in receiving and whatnot. You're playing the Saints. You want to go with one of these Panthers. I, I know that. It's going to be Funches or Samuel. You're playing the Browns. The Panthers are playing the Browns. Oh, the Saints are playing the Bucks. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm still going to go with Funches. But yeah. I'm still going to go with Funches, but it's not Kenny Stills caught a touchdown a week ago. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. He complained about how he can't throw the ball to himself. He ends up scoring a touchdown. They face the Patriots. I'm with you. I like the Panthers receivers. I think Chris Samuel's in a better place right now, just in terms of where the targets have been every single week. He's been pretty safe. He seems to be growing in terms of rapport with, uh, with Cam Newton coming off the game, the career game in terms of targets, receptions, receiving yards, going up against the Browns, who, you know, their defense hasn't been great this year. 
And if Denzel Ward is on the outside guarding anybody, it's probably more so going to be Funches or, or going to be DJ Moore. So I like uh, I like Samuel. We we're, we are agreeing in it's one of the Panthers wide receivers. Again, this is all hypothetical because you, you're this is just assuming you don't get one of those running backs or wide receivers. We're hoping that you do. It's Curtis Samuel for me, Greg. Alrighty. Uh, the other question was that was is that his only question? I don't know if he, if he's still he, on the line. Yeah, you have one more question, so, right? Okay. Yeah, uh, with um, the whole kind of, um, Washington issue, do you stick with Jordan Reed or you look for somebody like Jimmy Graham? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I, don't, I don't like Jimmy Graham. I don't want. Feel, I want, want nobody on Washington. I can't feel great about Jordan Reed if Mark Sanchez is the quarterback. Even if they bring somebody else in there, you. You just can't feel great about it. I know Jimmy Graham's been up and down, but he actually, you know, he had double-digit targets this week, which randomly surprised people. He hasn't been good all year, but uh, give me the tight end who's playing with Aaron Rodgers. I, you know, he hasn't been great, but I can't use a pass catcher with a Mark Sanchez-led offense right now. So uh, I'll take Jimmy Graham. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'll take Jimmy Graham in that one. Good luck, man. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Man. You got Have it. Great day. You got it, Julie. You got it. Uh, 844-843-6879. Hop on. We'll answer all your waiver questions. And uh, a lot of questions that are, that, are, that are trickling in. Fine. Yeah. I, look, I'm going to dive into lineups tonight. Um, lineup Lineups uh, ranks tonight and tomorrow, obviously. We'll answer some more of your questions tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, obviously. Uh, tomorrow, we'll, we'll take a bunch of calls as well. But uh, especially if you have waivers. Uh, do we have anyone else in line, Greg? We're uh, answering the calls right now. Okay. Uh, I did want to throw it out there. You know, we had Ricky Martin coming back from the break. There's something I've noticed about this show. Yeah. You know, we get killed for some of our music choices. What it comes down to is we're the guilty pleasure show, Greg. Sure. I like that. We're we're the The guilty pleasure. I like that. We're the show that, you know, you catch yourself singing Ricky Martin in the shower. You don't don't want to tell anybody. But deep down, you know you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, even the mayor of Harlem breaks out a little bit living La Vida Loca in the shower sometimes. But... We're the Guilty Pleasure Show. You know, you know, we sing the songs, we like the songs that you're too afraid to say that you like. Correct. We're not afraid to say it. Not at all. We're proud. That's why dude, we sing dude, it. Dude, I love that. Dude, like, you do your thing. You, you, you. I love that on no matter what show it is now, because you even heard it in the morning after. Yeah, of course. Uh, Drunk Steve, Pete, whatever his name is. Drunk Brad. Uh, thank you, Bona. Uh, called in with a little doot, doot, doot. So, hey, look, at least we're known for something, right? And then you wanted to change the opening. Yeah. At this point, I mean, I'm kind of embracing the heel mode. Thank you. I'm embracing it. Because everyone fun. hates it, and yeah, I'm just like, it's great. whatever. It's great. We're going to embrace our, our guilty pleasure songs. 100%, 100%. 100%. Okay. Uh, with that, we're going to sign off YouTube for today. The Fantasy Frenzies up next. Chris Ventura, Corey Parson, and Jim Day will have you covered. Uh, they'll give out their game balls. We'll see if they mention uh, they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, probably not. Or they'll mention that I made the playoffs in every league. Probably not. But that's okay. It's all good. Frenzy's up next. Stay tuned for that. Uh, coming up next uh, on YouTube and live radio as well. We'll go another five minutes here on live radio. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, rate us five stars, and please, please, please leave a comment. All right, Frank, final couple minutes of the show. Um, oh, man, I had something I wanted to give you. Oh, you know this, by the way? Robinson Cano is, like, closing in on 3,000 hits already. Did you know that? I didn't know that. It's a fun fact, but... Um... Yeah, he's been uh, he's he's been a great player in his career, and I know he's probably not going to make the Hall of Fame now. But it, you know what? It would have been a Hall of Fame career with the PEDs. He could he could make the Hall of Fame still, but unless time... we get to that level where Correct. like PEDs being in the Hall of Fame is like 
Correct. An acceptable thing. He is 600 hits away. Uh, He's had a great career. 530 hits away from I know you kind of killed me for it. I, yeah, I would have welcomed Cano back. If we could have got rid of the Ellsbury contract, I would have done it. You know what I was also reading? So they, he had the 10-year deal, right, Cano? And when he, the, the final couple of years of that deal take him to like his age 40 and 41 years. 41, years, right? Yep. If you give Bryce Harper and Manny Machado 10-year deals, they'll be the age that Cano is right now. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Just saying. Did you see the picture of them in the Mets uniforms? First of all, very weird seeing Robinson Cano in blue and orange. It was weird. Edwin Diaz? Looks like a... Looks like, uh, looks like he's been feasting on a little uh, McDonald's in the offseason. season. going to throw that out there. He's a little fat. Got huh? a little pot belly. A little fat. Yeah. Down in some, uh, down in some beers and, you know, enjoying, enjoying himself in the offseason. We'll see what happens by uh, February, pitchers and catchers, but got a nice little gut. Not that, I, you know, in, in physical peak condition to be calling You played that. basketball last night. You were running up and down the court. I was running up and down the court. Thank you, Greg. How'd you play? Uh, it was pretty good. Just some pickup games. That was all right. Could have been better. You know, I'm hard on myself. I could always be better, Greg. Uh, of course. Um, I cut you off earlier, and we went right into the news of James Conner or whatever. Um, so how did you do in, in, your, in your leagues this year, Frank? Oh, so here we go. Running down uh, Scrub League. That's an NFL.com league. I think I finished third, so I'm in the playoffs there. Uh, Flex, I'm in the playoff as, as well. Scott's Fishbowl. I made the playoffs, which I believe started last week, and then I think it's just kind of like highest scores, and my team did not do very well. I think I had Trey Burton and Matt Lacoste combined for a donut, so there you go. Um, the Carton League made the playoffs. GST made the playoffs. My home league, CBS, made the playoffs. So I think I was in like six season-long leagues. I made the pl- playoffs in five out of six, Greg. It's pretty, pretty damn good. Ratio. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. I'd like to win it. I would like to win the GST. I know our team's not great, but I'd like to win. Yeah, it's going to be hard to compete. I mean, you know, it's a very, very tough league, obviously, playing with guys like uh, Adam Ronis and... What else we got? In Modica's in the league. Modica. Yeah, we're going to face Modica in the first round of the playoffs, so that's going to be fun. We should have Maddie on this week for that. I'm going to reach, reach out to him. Yeah, ask him if he wants to, uh, I don't know, if he wants to Skype or if he wants to come in the studio. I know it's a little bit harder. He lives like further into Jersey now, but that'd be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll reach out to him, try to get him on, uh, on the show. To Any pre- more calls or? No, we're going to wrap it. We don't have time. We, we don't have time. They're gonna wait. We'll, we'll, we'll pick him up on the frenzy. Um, for sure, Corey will obviously take your calls, your game balls, and, and how you're feeling. Uh, if you're in the playoffs, you miss the playoffs. Uh, he'll he'll cover all of that uh, coming up next. I know, uh, you know, they did bring up an interesting conversation yesterday. What are we going to talk about when football ends? We talk about other sports. Yeah, do we? I know, but that's the difference. Yeah, they're talking about you know they're going to do like they're, fantasy they're, porn stars or something. That's fine. I mean, whatever. I mean, sex sells. People love I mean, it. I'm sure people will be all in on that. Uh, but are we going to do basketball? Are we going to talk a little DFS? Are we going yeah. to do like football a year in review? Sure. I know a lot of people are going to be hammering us to like jump right into baseball. we got to take a little bit of a break between football and baseball season. That's fair. Yeah. We'll hang out. We'll figure it out. We'll entertain the people. That's what we do. Uh-uh. All right. For Frank I'm Greg Sussman. Frenzy's up next. Have a great day. Good luck on your waivers. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We hope. hope.